This episode is brought to you by Tidal. Tidal is a global music and entertainment platform that brings artists and fans together through unique music and content experience. If your ears yearn for something better, it's hard to beat Tidal streaming with its combo of lossless CD quality streams on its entire catalog. Tidal's premium and hi-fi tiers are what all diehard audiophiles need to get the most out of true half-daily music from any music streaming service. If you are a part of this distinguished category, you owe it to yourself to try out Tidal. Now, as a thank you for the listeners of the Words of Wade podcast, you can start your free 60-day trial by using the code WADE60, W-A-D-E, that's me, 60, on the Tidal app or on their website, Tidal.com. AKA Mr. Quid Pro Quo, AKA the Wait for it. Uh, Wade Blogs joining me um, from uh, special quarantine. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> The new normal here. Sumunda, uh, Wakanda, uh, quarantine mania. No. Quarantine mania. Uh, uh, <laughs> G is here, y'all. Shit. Um, just us for right now. <laughs> know how to explain that. Uh, a lot has gone on um, in the la- in the week since the last show. Ah. Uh, the world is changing. Goes that way. Um, so, without further ado, I mean, <laughs> I know we still had the COVID stuff we were dealing with, but we got bigger issues now. It looks like, um, and we have the the murder of George Floyd in Minnesota. Um. I'm sure unless you've been living under a rock, you, you've seen the video. Okay. Yeah, unless you've been living under a rock, you've seen the video. You've um, seen multiple angles. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's no excuse for what happened to him, no justification. Um, but at, at, that was what looks like the the turning point, the straw that broke the camel's back, as it were. Um, that was the match that lit the fire. Yes. Well, lit the fuse, rather, sorry. And could combine that with um, what happened with... Um, Brianna. Bri- yeah, Brianna Taylor. Amar. Amar Aubrey. Um, and 
countless other times we've seen this same thing play out over the last few years. Um, Eric Garner, um, just police brutality, the same thing Colin Kaepernick been telling y'all for ever that no one wanted to listen to. Like, um, got blackballed. That's the, that's the other thing. It's like, not to jump ahead, but the whole everybody saying that's not the way to protest. That's not the way to protest. Kaepernick had a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Got ostracized, lost his job, got blackballed. Peaceful protest. It was a quote um, that I saw that I really liked that I had to put up. It was like when Colin Kaepernick knelt, they said this is not the right way to protest. When MLK marched in Selma, they said this is not the right way to protest. When people marched in the streets of South Africa doing apartheid, they said this is not the right way to protest. There is no right way to protest because what protest is, it can't be considered right by the system it's protesting. That's exactly right. That's what I don't think people understand. Well, no, I don't think people want to understand. Let's say that. The approach, there's not a right way to protest. You can peacefully protest, but we, we tried that. Exactly. <laughs> and y'all didn't like that. So now we got to do it the other way. Um, and as you see all over America, It's been protests from Minnesota to New York to Florida to California, everywhere. I think to the UK. <laughs> they even stand in solidarity. Um, in the UK, though. I've, 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 me myself, I've been involved in. Um, protests and riots date myself a little bit i was in the la riots um but i remember talking to my oldest about this when it first started happening and uh, she was like well yeah dad it's just a riot like they always do it's just i'm like no baby this is different mm-hmm. something about this is different i said this to her when it first happened this is different yep i didn't know that friday I would be protesting in Hampton. <laughs> Saturday, I'd be protesting in Norfolk. Saturday, I'd be getting arrested for protesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Didn't know any of this was going to happen. Um, what, what, and we're going to jump around like we always do. Y'all know how we do with the show. Um, I'm not mad at the, the, protests. I'm not mad at the um, the riots. The looting, I'm not even mad at either. It's, it's like a, it's a reaction. It's like um, some people when they get upset, when they get frustrated, they punch a wall. Right. You know, they'll throw something, scream, holler, whatever. Yeah. This is that. Exactly. This exactly. Is exactly what this is. Exactly. It's, it's people reaching their breaking point. And a lot of people is just looking at it like, well, you're burning up your own stuff and 
you're, you're terrorizing your own community and um, when COVID is over, you know, people, how are people going to go back to their jobs if, you know, the stores are destroyed or places are out of business because they've been burnt down and it's then the third. I understand that. I feel that pain. But the pain that's being felt right now, and please don't take this the wrong way, is greater than that. Like, that brick and mortar can be rebuilt. Exactly. You cannot rebuild a black life. You cannot rebuild George Floyd's life, Breonna Taylor's life, Ahmaud Arbery's life, and the countless others before that. You cannot rebuild that. So at this point, watching those videos on social media has almost sadly become a regular scroll up your feed. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about George Floyd. I'm talking about just in general. Yeah. Like, oh, I saw, um, and I'm not to cut you off. I saw another one today. Yeah. <laughs> in New York. It's, it's, it's beyond... It's beyond words, like how blatant this shit is. So that combined with a lockdown during a global pandemic on top of countless people losing their jobs and facing financial crisis, people reached a breaking point. Like for years, certain things have been told like honestly all of what's going on right now has tried to be addressed previously yes between financial hardships because people not being paid enough so they can't save enough so they don't have a nest egg um shoot when barack was in office he mentioned something about having having something in place to prevent this yeah that got dismantled soon as dumb donald got in office <laughs> yeah. Um and we've been speaking out about police brutality for years. Yes. So at this point it's just like when you having a conversation with somebody and they don't seem to be paying attention, you raise your voice a little bit. Exactly. You kind of lean in. You get a little you get a little more aggressive with your tone. If they don't seem to be getting it, you still dumb down your words but your octave goes up a little bit at some point you get a little you get more than frustrated and you start yelling this is people yelling at this point i couldn't say it better it's not it's not so much that this is the right way to protest this is people releasing and, and sending a message to let people know like i look we had enough if this is what it's going to take for y'all to sit down at the table to have a conversation with us, then it is what it is at this point. And, and even as this goes on, I see so many people, one, misinterpreting the purpose of this. You know, people think it's just rioting and looting and they're forgetting the, the reason behind the protest. It's just like Kaepernick. You look right. at me, but you forget why he's, why he's kneeling. You know what I'm saying? And two, I see people co-opting the purpose. Like, I hate when they don't want to say police brutality and they'll say social injustice. 
Like it's the it's the politically correct way to say it. No, fuck that. You, you know, it's like with this Kaepernick. He literally is a video of him saying, "Hey, I was kneeing for police brutality against yeah. black and brown people." Literally, he said that. But for some reason, it, it got co-opted to social injustice. And and I see that's going on now. They're, they're saying, "Oh, we're, we're just standing for injustices against all people." No, it's no, not all people. That's not what it is. Don't don't change the narrative. Like that's literally why I had the caption on that picture when I had on the um, legalized Black Lives T-shirt that I had on. Shout out to um, egregious genius for the shirt. But um. That's that's the main thing with any situation like this is they try to change the narrative ASAP. Mm-hmm. ASAP. And based on different techniques and things that they've used for years in the past with protests and with wars and all of that, they're basically doing the same same old tricks. Yeah, infiltrating the protests, sending people to cause riots or initiate riots that's on their side that has nothing to do with the protests at all. Mm -hmm. I've seen several instances of videos where the protesters are trying to get the people who are rioting and tagging and breaking glass to stop because that's not what they're there for. Right. Um, Just like me and you was talking offline before the show that in certain cases it's been reported several times that during the protest it's just a random spot where it's like bricks or rocks that have nothing to do with anything right. but it's just readily available for somebody to grab a brick and throw it through a window it's it, it's it's a script we've seen before even even when um george was Killed, we you, we knew what was gonna happen next. Someone tried to discredit him. They were trying to say, well, hey, he had this in his system. Well, he used to do this and this and this. What happened? It's never, hey, they fucked up. <laughs> Look, from everything that I've seen on that, that was a fucking hit. Yeah, it's premeditated murder. Um, the thing that really sealed it for me today was the clip that I saw. And the guy was narrating and he was like, I want y'all to pay attention to this. He was like, cause this doesn't seem to be getting talked about. And he was like, I guess I'm the only person who noticed it. When the ambulance gets there, they are not EMTs that hop out the back of the car, hop out the back of the ambulance. They are police officers that hop out, pull the gurney out, put him on the stretcher, and put him in the back of the ambulance. Like, it was no medical equipment to try to do any type of CPR or life-saving techniques or nothing. Soon as they got there, they hopped out the gurney, they hopped out the truck, brought out the gurney. Basically, one of them, like, touched his head to see if, I guess, to see if he was going to move. Ain't even really checked for a pause. They just picked him up, put him on the gurney, put him in in the ambulance and rode off. They knew. Yeah. I mean, you can even tell in the cavalier way the, the the cop did it. Like when he had his neck on his knee on his neck, he had his hand in his pocket, like Yeah, like ain't nobody gonna stop me and I'm I'm not moving until it's done. Right. Nothing's gonna happen to me anyway. Yeah, I seen the previous um angle 
where the little Asian guy is like standing back by the by the car doors, mm-hmm. and they got both car doors open, and Floyd is in the car. One police officer is on one side, two are on the other side, and the little Asian cat is standing on the sidewalk beside one of them, and he's the lookout. And you can tell from the way the movement is going. They were in the back seat whooping his ass. Yeah, I saw that. Until the little Asian guy looked up and saw the camera and said something to him. Then the guy that was on that side closed the door and walked around. Now we know as of this moment, um, the 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 murdering officer, I guess that's the best way to put it, has been arrested and charged with um, third degree murder. Yep. And he was charged with something else too. I think just murder in general. Um, a lot of people wonder why third degree, um, with the way the laws are written, um, they can only charge him with third degree. I think um, for, what, second degree is what premeditated, which should be what he's charged with. Right. And I think first degree is just out, outright like murder, whatever the way his laws are written. Um, yeah, it's just like, in my opinion, there's no way it's not at least second degree murder. Because they all they knew each other. Yeah. They came out later that they worked together. They worked security at a club together. Right. They they work overlapping shifts. They knew I, this is this is just me. The 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 thoughts and opinions, comments, you know, a G expressed by G in no way, shape, or fashion. All, <laughs> all of that. So from my understanding. Um, Floyd had a white fiance. Yes. The murdering officer, and that's what I'm going to call him. I'm not going to address him by name. Right. Um, father was a Klansman. So, of course, that type of hate does not die with one generation. Of course. So I'm pretty sure it's a very safe bet that Papa passed that shit along. So I'm pretty sure at some point, either they had some kind of run in or he just knew that Floyd had a white girl and didn't like it. That's my speculation, my assumption, my opinion, just how I'm connecting the dots. No, I mean, it's, it's very feasible, you know what I mean? A very feasible connection. You know, maybe maybe he dealt with the white girl before or tried to and she chose him or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Because the whatever. fiance was quick to come out and say, I forgive the officer. Like, what type of shit is that? He when they do that. I forgive the officer. How the fuck are you going to forgive that man? For killing your fiance. That's how the system is built. You know, it's an internal system, and we're getting off from the Christianity and all that stuff. So I don't want to get there because, man, I just got a title deal, so I'm not trying to get. <laughs> oh, but that's how Christianity is built. You know, it's built for the people in power. It's, it's a passage in in the Bible that says how slave owners can kill slaves on Sunday or something like that. It's a bunch of nonsense, bunch Dang. of nonsense. But again, another story. Um, I was raised Baptist Christian. Yeah, um, I mean, so yeah, I was raised. I, I, I've 
I've experienced some stuff, but like at the end of the day, right is right, wrong is wrong. Right. So and even if I even if I have a forgiving heart for a situation like that, it would not be within the same two months. <laughs> It would not be within a month to two months of the situation. Yeah, We're talking it years. Never, it'd be never for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how that's mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. So it'd be never. One yeah. of us, one of us, gonna be on the deathbed exactly. <laughs> before we even have a conversation about forgiving. Before the thought even crossed my fucking mind. I'd be eighty years old. Like, so what do you think about that? You forgive him? Nah, the motherfucker. That motherfucker. <laughs> the motherfucker. <laughs> Handcuffs on him. Crazy blowing up. Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I will say um, in regards to the protests we're seeing, and and I know it's going to sound crazy, but hear me out. Okay. I, I wish Atlanta didn't do it. That they didn't do it? They didn't do, they didn't riot, they didn't loot. I wish Atlanta did. And okay. I say that because... Elaborate. I said that because it would have been sent a bigger message. You know, if everybody's rioting and looting, but Atlanta, which is quote unquote a black city, says, nah, we're good here. Yeah. I think that would have sent a bigger message than we ride just like everybody else. Well, of course, you know, the mayor, was it the mayor or the governor? No, the mayor, Keisha Bottoms. Yeah, the mayor. All right. Her, um, T.I., and Killer Mike, of mm-hmm. course, urged the the city not to and I mean shit Killer's Mike Killer Mike's speech was yes yes yeah like straight out straight out the gate he's like I don't want to be here (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything positive to say Mike is he you know what he's going to be and and I say going to be like he's not already but Mm -hmm. he's right now he's not looked at and Besides, outside of our our hip hop culture, but I think eventually in in the community, the black community, we're gonna look at him like yo, like how, how they used to look at Al Sharpton, how they used to look at Jesse Jackson. Yeah, kill him, Mike, for president. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> let's go, Mike. Let's go. I'm about to say he already cool with Bernie. Yeah, <laughs> he got that, political ties. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm all for it. Um. But I would I think it would have sent a bigger message, even if even if Atlanta would have been protesting, but just to say we're not rioting, we're not hurting, quote unquote, our own. Right. I think that would have sent a message to the country, like, hey, this is Atlanta. We don't do that. You know, this is us. This is our city. Yeah, like it's a it's it's a like basically because it's majority black. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all trying to y'all trying to paint us as animals and we can't control ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. And the biggest blackest city is chilling. Exactly. It's and I think that, I think that's what upset Chip and Killer Mike and and I, I, I want to call her Keisha, but I want to give her respect of her position, <laughs> the mayor. Like, I'm like, Keisha was mad. Like, no, nah, the mayor <laughs> was upset about, like, yo, we're a black city. We're, there's more black owners and more people living, you know, in, in that city. So why are y'all doing this to us? And I get that. 
But again, it goes back to when you're frustrated. When you're frustrated yeah. and you're upset, you punch a hole in your own wall. It's not hurting nobody but yourself, but you still do it. Yeah, man. So I think it would have just sent a bigger message if they would have been like, nah, we're good in Atlanta. Um, something else I want to take it back to for a second. And, and mm-hmm. I, I, I saw this somewhere and it was like, so what can we do to prevent police from doing this? And I was like, because it costs too much to retrain everybody. That's not realistic. What? Because somebody, somebody say, yo, it's not realistic to retrain every police officer. It's just not realistic. And what I thought of being in the area that we're in, you know how the military has a different like set of rules and standards? Right. Why don't police have something like that? Like, like the military system of justice or whatever. Like if you do something in the army, it's way worse than doing it for a civilian. Yeah, they come get your ass. Yeah, for simple stuff, for like adultery, you can go to jail for adultery in, in the, the army. Like, mm-hmm. it should be the same thing in the police. Like, because I think I saw an interview, and I, I want to say it was Ebony K. Williams. I'm not sure, so don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But she was saying that the reason police officers get away with this type of stuff is because the way the law is written. And I'm like, well, let's change the way the laws are written. Yeah, they don't have anything to govern them. Yeah, so they can do these things because the way the law is written, it, it gives them that that um that leeway. So why don't we change the way the laws are written? And then they have their own internal code amongst exactly. like the military. Yep, brothers in blue. You know, just like the military and have independent investigations. Like we found out today, um, the investigation from the police had said that um, Brother Floyd had died from um, pre-existing conditions. They did a, um, an autopsy today from an independent investigator and showed he died from asphyxiation. He was choked. Right. We know that, but they tried to play it off. It just shows you how far the corruption goes. They tried to play it off and say, oh, it was something different. No, no, we had our own investigation. So I don't think they can ever... The police will never police themselves. It's up to nah. us to police them. Nah, it's it's and it's the same the same way in in any job. It's people who take their job seriously come to work and you know adhere to the handbook, the code of conduct, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. Then there's motherfuckers that always want to bend shit, find loopholes, and Try to do shit under the desk, do as little work as possible, shit like that. So it's it's uh, it's funny because it's like the way the police system is built, they won't tell on each other. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is when they're out trying to solve a crime, they're trying to get people to snitch and give information, but they won't do that shit internally when they see something wrong. That shit crazy as fuck. That that is like a hell of a fucked up system. Like it it it, it it's just it's one of those things that I don't understand and maybe I'm not supposed to understand it. You know, some things you don't get because you're, you're, you're not wired that way. Yeah. Right, right. So I, I just don't get why this is so divisive. Like, 
it's blatant. Yeah. But so many people are like, well, it could have been this. It could have been that. No, it's right there. In front of you. It's, it's, it's point blank in front of you. Like, literally, put this shit into perspective. For him to get arrested, it had to be a petition signed with over 300,000 signatures on it. Mm-hmm. It had to be protests, riots, looting, and just a lot of aggravation and phone calls and emails just to get this motherfucker arrested. Now, any anybody who's de- been on the other side of the legal system mm-hmm. knows that if you are suspected of a crime, they can still hold you while they're doing their investigation for a certain amount of time. Yes. They can detain you. This motherfucker was at home chilling. Like, literally, I saw the feed. They, they marched to this motherfucker house and surrounded them. And, and I seen the clip, and it made me laugh. And it, it, was, it was so funny. It was so funny because it was so petty. It was like, this motherfucker is trying to order food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He to order food from three different places. And when they pull up and realize who he is, they refuse to deliver to his ass. This is one of those moments in time where a majority, a majority, I say, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the people on one side of the fence. Right. Then on the right side of history, as it was. Um, right. Still have those people, of course, that are on the other side. Um, out here in Virginia Beach, uh, they had protests Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of people that were there to fight the protesters. Like a lot of um, can I say this? I can say redneck, right? I can say redneck. There's a lot of rednecks. Rednecks, rednecks, yeah, bigots, all of yeah. it. I don't care. We keep it uncut. Yeah, right. A lot of rednecks there with that big redneck trucks, and you know the trucks I'm talking about. The yeah, monster trucks, the huge with the Confederate tires. flags everywhere. Yep. A lot of them were driving down the strip trying to hit people. A lot of them were dressed up in all black, throwing stuff. Like you could tell, like I said, I was out there, and you could kind of tell it was funny when it when someone was dressed because with with most of us, you could see us. Right. Like I had a black hoodie in and but you saw my hands. You know, you know what I'm saying. You saw my face. Right. Some people you couldn't see anything. You was like, okay, something's not right. <laughs> exactly. And then it doesn't help that all of us are wearing masks because hey, we're still in a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the like here in Richmond, they are riding around with ARs out. Mm. Like just riding through different neighborhoods. Like one of the videos um I posted on my page is from um DJ Add Up One. And he literally says, I'm sitting on my porch in Highland Park. And there are white folks just riding down the street with ARs. Just like circling, though. Looking like they're trying to get into some shit. 
So it's like, as he said under his caption, he was like, they baiting. And that's exactly what it is. They riding through different neighborhoods that they know are black or predominantly black, trying to provoke a reaction. So that way they are justified in their actions after the fact. Exactly. Shit is going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. Because ultimately, and we all knew this when Trump got in office anyway, that brought the good old boys out. That brought the, the, the white supremacy oozing to the surface. Yes. So anytime anybody knows anything about cooking, the more you let the water boil with the lid on, that shit is eventually going to overflow. And that's basically what's going on right now because all the people who's opposing the protest is the fucking racist. That's it. Everybody else that see the shit that may have been blind to it or didn't fully understand it, they're getting a better grasp of it now. I've literally seen a video where it was a, a white congregation of a church on their knees praying in front of a, uh, a group of black people asking them for forgiveness like some people just couldn't grasp the concept they didn't really understand like that these type of things actually happen till boom it's live on your screen and there's no way you can ignore it so literally a lot of people is like oh no this got to be fixed this this can't be life and again anybody opposing it is the motherfucker racist that want to keep the system in place because it benefits them. It, it's, so it's ultimately going to... I think what my opinion, what they're trying to hype up is a race war. Oh, yeah. I, it, it's, it reminds me of the quote we go to. I said it before, but when Will said it, it made more sense. Like he said it better than I would say it. You know, the racism in the news is just the cameras. Right. You know what I mean? The whole world gets to see what, what everyone... Black has gone through most of our lives, especially it's black men. I said this on another on an episode before, and like the comments were like, "What are you talking about? There is a war on black men. <laughs> there is a war. You need to understand that." Um, something is going to happen, and I'm not wishing nothing. Like, don't because they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, wait, wait, is hoping all this." No, no, I'm not doing that. But you can see this is the fuse is lit. This yeah. isn't it. This is the fuse being lit. It's leading to something. Yep. I got so many. A lot of people asked me today. I got a couple of text messages. And people were saying, how do you feel? Like, everything okay with you? Where's your mental state? I was like, I feel the same way I did June 1st, 2019. Mm-hmm. June 1st, 2018. 2017. This is, this is not new to me. Sad to say. This is life. Yeah. Like, the, the feelings that I have are the feelings that I wake up with every single morning because I know what the fuck I'm dealing with. The only difference is now it's just everybody else is tuned in. That's it. I think I think um I was on Facebook the other day and it was a thread 
that was like black men um, in your lifetime, how many times have the police pointed a gun at you? Just list the number. I lost count. I, I, I said I said three. But like everyone had a, a, a number. I don't think there was a number lower than three. It's usually not. Just as a black man. Yeah. Shit, I remember that we was at a house party at um, ODU. We weren't even like at the party. Like we was walking down the street. One of my homeboys went in there to use the bathroom. Came out the party. We was walking to my car. They jumped out of the bushes from every fucking angle. Like had the whole car surrounded. Guns out. Back of everybody's head. Pushed us down on the car. Don't move. Don't move. Like what the fuck? No identifying yourself before you jumped out. None of that. They don't care. They don't care. It, it's... I just hope the people that were not aware are aware. Because there's no, it's nothing wrong with being wrong. But when someone gives you the evidence to show that you were wrong, you have to accept, hey, I was wrong. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, well, it's not that. that's what irks me about the whole thing, I guess. It's from a logical yeah. standpoint. If I tell you two plus two is four, and you say, no, it's five, but I actually bring you two plus two and show you it's four, you say, you know what? You're right. Yeah. But people are still that. Nothing, no. wrong with Nothing wrong with that at all. You don't know unless you know. But now that you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I think that's that's the big thing. And that's what I tried to explain to my kid earlier. I was like, the riots are different, but what really what we're going to see is what happens next. Right. Because we can do all this for a month. And if everything goes back to the way it was, then what's the point? What was the point? Like I said in the, um, my last post that I put up, um, because I found, well, I didn't find um, Radio B, um, a local MC here, um, had posted the full video of the short clip that I had seen where it was the, the three generations of black men standing out there, the 16-year-old, the 31-year-old, and the 46-year-old. And that in itself just is an emotional video. That's three different generations of black men that have gone through the same shit. And the 31 year old is telling the 16 year old, he was like, in 10, he said, where you standing right now, the shit you seeing, in 10 years, you're gonna be right back here at 26. It was like, he mad at 46, I'm mad at 31, you mad at 16. He said, so what I need you to do is think of a better way because what we doing ain't working. This ain't the first time we done had protests. This ain't the first time it's been rioting, burning, and looting. It's not the first time. It, you know, once, once the, 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 the walls uh, are repainted and rebuilt and the fires are extinguished, extinguished and, and the, the broken glass is replaced, what, what's the course of action after that? What's the plan after that? Because the momentum has to keep moving in a direction to carry us across the finish line to, to actually affect real change. Like, it's not a moment to let up and then be pacified after the fact and you think something happened when, you know, behind the scenes, it's, it's the same old show. 
it's, like it has to it has to be something bigger after this. It's one of these things where I was talking to somebody and it's something my dad used to say all, all the time. Like you have a plan to do something, but then what? Yeah. Like what's next? After you after we do these things, after we riot, after we burn these things and start over. Because sometimes you need to purge these things out of your system. And that's yep. what it is, essentially. Yep. Sometimes then, you got to destroy and rebuild. And Exactly. And I don't want to get it misconstrued that I'm just saying, oh, whatever. No. We need to respect this part of the process. Right. The destroy part needs to happen. Yeah. This needs to happen. Right. Anybody that tells you, anybody that fixes anything, whether it be a car, a watch, a house, anybody that fixes anything, you have to take it apart first to first diagnose what it is. Mm -hmm. Second, see what parts are needed to fix it, what components you need to put in the mix, what needs to be replaced. And sometimes things just need to be thrown away. And until you until you actually take something down to you break something apart that needs to be repaired, there's no way to fix it. Yeah, unfortunately we can't throw away America. But we need to fix this. <laughs> we need to fix this. Like it's so it's I mean, it's so many underlying issues that can be resolved just with equality. Because the crazy thing is we're not it's, it's always, it's always, we're not asking for better. Just ask for equality. Just, just. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like you said, uh, who did I? It, it was somebody I can I can't think of. Uh, but it was literally like they were being interviewed and they asked them what it was like, well, what do y'all want? And the response was to be able to breathe and live our lives. That's it. It's, that, it's really that simple in the long run. Well, not even in the long run. In the simplest, in the simplest phrase impossible. Like, I don't want to, anytime I see a police car, even if the police car headed in the wrong direction, if I see a car and it ain't got nobody in it, that shit still sends a chill through me yeah yeah and that's that's just crazy it shouldn't be that way yeah you could you could be doing absolutely nothing wrong but the majority of black men feel that way like you if you see a, a officer or a car even if you're not doing anything wrong it shoots through your mind to to start thinking about I right, well what what could they possibly fuck with me about? Right. Right. Like you become a lawyer real quick in your head. What's the old story? Um every every old black man is a lawyer. They can tell you automatically what you get for every charge. Exactly. They don't do that, that's eight to ten. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's because we like people been through it. They know what it is. Well, they know what the laws are written to be, and then they know what actually happened. You know, some people get a slap on the wrist, we get the book thrown at us. 
The whole book. The whole book. I got to make an example out of you. And, First offense. I got to make an example out of you. And I want to be pessimistic. Well, optimistic and say something's going to happen. But unfortunately, we've been here before. Yep. And I even posted like, yeah, uh, arrest is not enough. Yeah. We need convictions on all. And they only and they only charging one cop. Yeah. Like no, all of them, every last one of them. Because if it was if it was me and you and I did something and you were there, they would charge you. Of course, as but an accessory. The same thing needs to happen to them. They need yeah. to be held to a higher standard, just like right. just like the military justice system. They need to be held to. A I agree. Standard. They are not. In a sense, they are not regular citizens. Right. Like once they take that oath, that oath is with them night and day, whether they whether they're on the clock, off the clock, whether they got they 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 blues on or not. That is the oath, that is the code that they live by. So in a sense, they are no longer regular citizens. Like you said, they need to be held to a higher standard. Right. We'll see what happens. I mean we'll shit. See. I done already seen a post that was like <laughs> Black guy sitting on the ground with the sign was like, "Y'all think this is bad? Wait till he get a not guilty verdict." Yeah. If if listen, if he gets a not guilty verdict, and I think that's what they're preparing for now. I think that's what whole Trump, the um dummy in the office is preparing for. Mm, it wouldn't surprise me. Even and and the funny thing is that anonymous. Which a group that I've been I've been supporting forever returned to leak yep. documents on on Trump on yep. everybody, um, and I've been saying forever. People always always say that I don't believe in protesting no more. I think that idea is antiquated. I mm -hmm. think marching is antiquated. It's mm -hmm. 2020. We need, we need newer solutions. I think I really think cyber activism is the way to go. Yeah. You want to be a terrorist or you want to do things, but you have had a badge. Let's go ahead and leak all your information online. Yeah. So, because we're such a social media society today. So the court, the court of public opinion gets you. Yeah. You can't, run, you can't have, you can't order from Uber Eats. We, we see you. Exactly. I really think that is the way for us to, for us to go for the future. Like cyber terrorism, cyber activism really needs to happen. They have cyber terrorism. It happens all the time. People get hacked all the time. Yeah. So why not why not people get hacked for a good reason? For a good cause. Well, it's a slippery slope though. It is. I mean it is. I mean and no solution is perfect. That is true. I mean, you know. But it's it's a solution because that's that's always what these pundits do. When they say, So what do you think you should do next? And then nobody has the answer. But he said, well, yeah, I don't have an answer. I'm telling you, this is my answer. This is this is the way to go. I'm about to say, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't have I don't have an answer, but I damn sure know that the conversation need to be had ASAP. Yes, but see, here's the thing about that too, and and because I know I think the Breakfast Club is having a conversation with Russ Limbaugh tomorrow, mm -hmm. and I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I'm not one of those people. You know how. <laughs> You know how people be like, well, let's talk to them and see their opinion. Let's see what they're thinking. What makes them this way? I'm not one of those people. Like I've heard your, I've heard your reasoning forever. <laughs> you know, it's like, look, we're parents, right? 
if your kid does something wrong and you ask them why, they tell you, okay, and you're like, okay, I get it now. And they do it again and they keep doing it. You don't want to ask them why anymore. You just want to deal with them. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't feel like I need to ask you why you're a racist. I know. I've heard it my whole life. <laughs> I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. You just need to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm talking about? Well, <laughs> but sometimes I guess I guess with their their uh, and I'm assuming again, maybe maybe their mission is that previously prior to this, you know, you know his stance, knew his views and everything. After something this publicly known and recognized what's your take on it now even though you probably know what the answer is going to be exactly i don't i don't care about your take you know i'm, I'm <laughs> really at that point i'm not one of those people that believe we need to have the conversation we need to open up dialogue between the each side no i know that dialogue i've heard it forever yeah, i feel you sometimes some some people is just in their ways and it is what it is yeah, I mean, like you know. cer- certain certain lessons can't be untaught. Exactly. Exactly. Some people just need to die. But you know, that's another story. Um. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. Hey. Until until blood is spilt in the street, for real, is really not my opinion. Is is really not going to be anything that change. We'll see what not, happens. Not not to the degree that it needs to. Yeah. I just hope, I think um, my hope is it gets right in my lifetime. Because I don't think it's going to happen next month, next year. But I hope in my lifetime <laughs> it gets right. You are more optimistic than me, and I thought I was the optimistic one. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I would, love to, I would love to see it. I would truly love to see it because our generation has seen a lot. Yeah, we have seen a fucking lot, and most of us is just just getting to the bank of forty. Yeah, we have seen some shit in our lifetime, and it's it's almost desensitizing to a certain degree. It is. So if I if I get to see the system dismantled and restructured for equality before I die, that would that would be. Shit, I ain't even got the words to describe that. That's that's my hope that it happens in my lifetime. I would love to say I, I hope it happens and I'm young enough to enjoy it, but I just wanted to happen so I can see it. Yeah, that that would be my peace before I die, knowing that my sons is not gonna have to deal with the type of situations that I deal with. They're not gonna be looked at the same way. Exactly. You know, that that would be my piece before I go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I invite all of you to, of course, keep your eyes on what's going on, current events. Uh, as I say, we're in the Virginia area. I'm um, in Richmond. I'm in Virginia Beach, Norfolk, all that good stuff. Uh, we're under curfew. And I'm yeah, sure. Mine is 8 o'clock. Yeah. Ours, for, and this is just for Richmond City, not for the people who came and protested for the from the county that wrecked shit and then went back to the county. I was literally about to ask you what happened to what happened to Chicago County, but yeah, because my my brother 
But my brother, he says they was burning a car, like five, like he stays in like um Carytown. So yeah, like yeah, he so, he so he stayed he stayed not too far from where I stay. Yeah, yeah. They 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 burnt one of the city buses. They set a car on fire. Numerous businesses um were destroyed, looted, black owned businesses as well, that are known black owned businesses. Not not once, but twice. Um, I know um Tory Tory Lanez was online saying he wished there was something we could do to like we could stick in the window to say hey we're a black owned business or something they did they have that enrichment it didn't fucking matter because because it's not all us yeah it's not all us i know and literally um it was i don't know her nationality but she's a she's you know she's not black but she's you know brown woman of color she was telling um the story about you know them breaking in and stealing certain stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And she flat out, she was like, I could tell from what was stolen and what was done in the store that it wasn't protesters. It was just people just looking to do shit. That was just kind of just being vandals. As most of most of the shit is. My opinion at this point. Some of the anger should be subsiding in that regard as far as wanting to break and damage stuff. Mm-hmm. So it should be less of that scene. But we know there's provocateurs. Yeah. So like it's going to continue. It's going to continue. Um, as we're speaking, they're having the protest right now in Norfolk as we're speaking, um, as we're recording this podcast. So it's not over. Yeah, I'm not sure if they if they're still having a protest um tonight in Richmond. I know last night was the first night of the curfew and it was like 233 244 arrests and more than half of them did not live in the city. They lived out in the counties. Mm-hmm. Well, we can keep our eye on it, y'all. We'll keep on reporting it and talking about it. Um check our socials because this this is 10, 20 years from now, this moment is going to be in the history books. Yep. 2020 will 1,000% be studied in, in, your, in your kid's history class. Eh, there's no way it can't. <laughs> and, we, and we just hit the halfway point. We just hit the halfway point of the year. Yeah. It's 1,000% going to be in your kid's history class. <laughs> so you may want to start taking notes to help them with their, their homework. Exactly. You live Congratulations. Exactly. You live I know one thing that's not going to be in the history books, though. What's that? That tweet from Dumb Donald about we if you loot, we shoot. You know, that? That shit is not going to be in the history books. I promise you that. Listen, I can't wait to get out of office because I'm 1,000% sure the second he's out of office... They're coming for him. I mean, I don't see how ain't nobody come for him while he's been there. Because he's the president. They done shot presidents before. Oh, I'm sorry. The government did that. Exactly. Oh, can I say that on air? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Conspiracy theory G. <laughs> there we go. But 
um, some of the, the documents that Anonymous re re um, released today on the internet, and you can go to their Twitter. It's like five different Twitter handles they have, so I can't tell you which one is the official Twitter handle of Anonymous. Mm -hmm. um, but some of them were saying that that's what um, the Russians had on Trump, was his task to um, alleged, I gotta make sure I say alleged, his alleged task to um, child um, sex trafficking rings. They released a lot of stuff, and I can't go into it because, of course, it's alleged, and yeah. I don't want to get sued or anything like that. But I would invite you to go on on Twitter and check Anonymous feed. Yeah, you know we got to be careful. He already trying to shut down social media. Yeah, he trying. Yeah, he trying that. Too. <laughs> yeah, after after Twitter after Twitter checked his ass, it was that was his main platform for reaching people. As soon as they checked his ass, shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get out of office, man. But I, I'm I'm more nervous for Biden because Biden doesn't look, he doesn't inspire me with confidence at all. No. Like he doesn't seem presidential at all. But I think what's going to happen is people have two choices in this election. Either vote for Bi Bi Biden or don't vote at all. And if you don't vote at all, you might as well vote for Trump. <laughs> Pretty much. The problem is America friend zone Bernie because <laughs> everyone knows Bernie is the president that we need, but for some reason, they're not going to. <laughs> Bernie is to be the president, but for some reason, never mind. I, I remember the, the when he ran, they was like, well, he's too old. He's going to die during this time. Bernie's still kicking. What's funny is Trump is older than he is. Mm. Damn. Didn't I know that? Yeah. <laughs> America, I'm telling you, it's just like a female. America friend zone Bernie. <laughs> And they went with a guy that had the money, and look what happened. And Bernie's still around, like, hey, I'm still here. Still here. Anytime now. And they had their friends on him again and go with Joe Biden. Bernie should be president. That's all. But enough of that. I know y'all come to us for music. We're going to try to give you music. Uh, we're going to try to have some of the normal podcasts. But I'll be honest with y'all, I've had a rough weekend. Uh, like I said, I was protesting. I was rusted. Uh, <laughs> um, just in militant mode. <laughs> yeah, I'm front line. It's um, it's family tradition to me, and and it's part of my life, part of who I am. Anybody that knows me knows I'm very pro black. I'm, it's not a secret. Like that's who. That's really who I am. Yeah. So, where else would I be? You know, like where else would I be? But um, the toll that it put on my kids because they knew where I was at and saw what was going on on, on Instagram, on, on Facebook live. And was like, yo, I don't know where my dad is, you know, yeah. that, that have you think some things, how to rethink some things. Um, yeah. Just happy you safe, bro. Yeah. Happy to be safe. But, and I say this, don't don't make this my last words. I say this full well knowing what I'm saying. Um, if something would have happened to me, I would have been at peace knowing I died for the cause. Um, I can't elaborate on that more. Like I'm I'm at that point in my life where, if my life if me dying meant something, you know what I mean, um, right. So I'm uh -huh. sure if you ask if you ask George George Floyd before he passed that if he knew his death would cause this, he probably like okay, I'm good with that. 
You know what I mean? Um, and from everything we know of, of Floyd, of George Floyd, all the information we see on his, his the Instagram, he's releasing the videos and stuff that come out. He seemed like that type of guy. Yeah. Like he seemed like the, the OG guy that's telling the young brothers, hey, you need to do this and this and this. See, that's the vibe I get from him. Yeah. So that that's how I feel about it. But like I said, we're gonna try to uplift y'all, talk about some music. Um I'll be honest, it was a slow week. <laughs> I had to really search for some I'm about to say that 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 was what the week was. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because I, I didn't want the whole show to be about exactly what the week was. Uh, some decent music topics here. And I, I found a couple. Didn't want to, damn my phone. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the, this thing all day. Um, my phone's frozen. Uh, it came out earlier. And I don't know if this is still going to happen because of everything that's going on now. So, hey, maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. Uh, Kanye new album is coming out. It's supposed to come out this Friday, I believe. Uh, called, no, well, next Friday, I'm sorry. Called God's Country. Um, they say it's already done. It's already ready. Just hasn't released it. Um, he can keep it. it it's, it's funny, though, but remember, that's, that's Trump's homeboy. So, it's so it's so funny where we're at in 2020 where we have Kanye so far from where he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And he's uh, his homeboy in the office acting up, and he's gonna release a soundtrack for it. So yeah, so that might be why we haven't got it yet. He may be pushing it back because Kanye's a clown, and I think America knows that. <laughs> America knows he's a clown. So. I don't, I, don't, like I, don't, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't subscribe to anything Kanye does <laughs> at this point. I'm not interested in any music that he puts out, any clothing that he puts out, any anything that he puts out. I'm yeah. I'm not interested. And yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be a gospel album or anything, but I, I'm not gonna listen to it. So yeah, yeah, it, it definitely won't be streaming. Yeah, <laughs> not, not at all. All right, sorry, um, sorry. I even you know, even with the 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 sixty day free trial on title, <laughs> it's not streaming. It's not streaming. Exactly, it's not streaming. And hey, sorry, sorry, Jay. I'm I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. And, and hey, y'all, Uncanation, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> you too can get a sixty day free trial by going to title. New subscribers enter the code Wade60, W-A-D-E-6-0, for a free 60 days on title. Look at us giving back to you. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for listening. Yeah. Title. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Wade is still there. <laughs> um, this was interesting. I thought this was interesting. This is probably a debate point for us. Um. Eminem recently had an interview mm-hmm. where he said he believes the most underrated MC of all time, of all time, is Crooked Eye, King Crooked, Crooked Eye. Uh, I like Crooked Eye. I've always like Crooked Eye, King Crooked. I do too. Always since Death Row days, and you know I'm a big Death Row fan. Huge right. Death Row, Death Row days. So that's my guy. 
um, of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 <laughs> what that's what you reaching. That's what you reaching. Um, sheesh. Um, that is exactly what you reaching. I think I, I honestly think. Kiss might be more underrated than, than the cricket. It's it's very possible. Um I mean, we can go down the list about MCs that's underrated. Um Crooked is definitely on the list. He's not number one of history, though. Right, right. Lord. I think a part of that is because Crooked, of course, is on Shady. He's like M's. But, but the crazy part about that is, okay, if, if you say Crooked, your right-hand man is probably up for that category. Royce is right there for probably most underrated MC of all time. Yep. So, um, I think, and I was watching the uh, um, – an interview between where Crooked was interviewing M. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was on Crooked's, um, I don't know if it's a podcast or a show. Oh, you're talking about Crook's Corner? Yeah. I think it's just something he do on like IG Live or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, he was um, interviewing M and they got to talking about their rap style and uh, playing with the words and how, you know, the format being intricate and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think based off of just M really being a student of the game and his focus is always pushing the limits of words and trying to, you know, bend them as much mm-hmm. as possible and coming up with different sequences. I think that's why he really looks at um, Crook that way. Is because the way Crook put words together and his sequences be crazy, but I've also heard him have some real basic shit. Like don't get me wrong, Crook is a great MC. Yeah. Like, but unfortunately, he rolls a lot of great MCs too. Like hell, Joel Ortiz. Like, that's what I was about to say. Was, and they just dropped the project, which yeah. is streaming. <laughs> so to to say he's the most underrated MC of all time is kind of putting disrespect to all his homeboys. Let's yeah. not forget Slaughterhouse. Yep. If you really want to say, you, you could make an argument saying Joe is probably the most underrated MC of all time. I, I would I would concur. I wouldn't even, that, that can be an argument. Like, because with Joe, everybody I've ever talked to about Joe is like they either love him or they never even listened to him and don't know anything about him. Right. So it, at times it would get frustrating to me having that conversation, but it got to a point where it was just like, okay, I'm not going to put any more energy into it. If that's how y'all feel, I'm not going to change it, try to change your perception about it. But Joe, in my opinion, has always from day one been an underrated rapper. He, he has. He he can flow with the best um content over content like the mood music series period is is a is a testament to that 
And right. I think in today's climate of hip hop, Joe still fits right in. Yeah. The 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 emo rap is is, is Joe. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely he definitely corners the market on that. Yeah, so I think I think the argument that's that's what I mean. Like you can make an argument for almost every member of Shady Records from Slaughterhouse to Roy well Royce is Slaughter too. Um, yeah. Obi <laughs> Slaughterhouse. Yeah, Slaughterhouse, Obi Trice. Oh. <laughs> well Obi's not on Shady anymore, but still. Yeah. He was. And he was underrated in my opinion. Obi yeah. was nice. Right now, I mean, I don't know if you can say they're the greatest, but Griselda's having, having a hell of a run. That's shady. Hell of a run. Hell of a run. And, and if y'all remember Unconation, I've been on Griselda for a while because I like the gun rap. Oh, that's just <laughs> clap, down. That's me. Pause of death. You know, that's me all day. Matter of fact, I had a West Side Gun album, album of the year last year. So, well, one of them. <laughs> so y'all know me, Griselda. Um, it's, just, it's just such a statement. That makes you want because I one thing I don't give him enough credit for is what you just said earlier is is his his respect of words right like because I, I'm the same way and I, Kendrick is that way too right like you know how the 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 respect and power of words you pay attention to and and I do respect that about him and I see some of that in Crook but that aspect alone is stronger in Royce. <laughs> Like, it's so many other MCs that I would say before I say crook, but all of them are together. So that's why I don't understand why M can say it. Because if you say crook, you have to talk about Royce. Or Joe. Or Joel. Right. They're right there. <laughs> all of them right there standing around you. I don't, I don't know. And even if you want to take it out the box, shit, we can rewind time a little bit. AZ is still an underrated rapper to me. AZ is that th- that that <laughs> may be the most underrated rapper of all time. Like, come on. <laughs> AZ has like 12 albums that nobody's ever heard as a uh, fire. Well, he just he, he just dropped two new joints too. Yeah. So that's a it's, it's it's almost as saying the greatest MC of all time. It's such a lofty thing that you have yeah. to like, oh, no one ever going to have that title because there's so many people. But AZ is a good candidate. Like, my God. Yeah. Sosa's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. It's still I would, nice. I, I would probably have to say Ziggas in my top five of underrated MCs. <laughs> still, he's still nice. Oh, man. Damn, yeah. I yeah, you think about it now. You yeah, really think about it? I'm an AZ fan. I have, like, all this, like, so this is nice. Matter of fact. Nice. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see see if they got AZ's catalog on title. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me just run through some of his catalog here because I have it on my iPhone. Um... AZ is on title. Yep. It looked like 2002. Oh, like, I'm going back to Pieces of a Man. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's 98, yeah. No, they got Do or Die on here. Okay, that's that's the first. That's one. 95. Yeah, Do or Die was right after um, Illmatic. Yeah. Damn Pieces of a Man, Nine Lives, mm-hmm. AWOL. Mm-hmm. 
format, undeniable. Then we got Save Our Streets AZ. The Sosa album, Save Our Streets AZ. Nah, and I don't see Asiatic either. Mm. Yeah, they ain't got Asiatic up here. They got Final Call. Hold on, let me check. Mm, yeah, they got Final Call. How you had Asiatic? Asiatic was so hard. I don't see it. I do not see it. Yeah, Asiatic AWOL. Oh yeah, AWOL has so sincere on it. My God. I might have to bang that for this for the vibe of the week since scan night. <laughs> you might have missed out, scan. <laughs> oh man. Mm-mm-mm. Damn. So yeah, Sosa might have the most underrated MC in the, in the game ever. Like ever. It's no respect, and he has like if you like hip hop, if you like boom bap hip hop, let's say that, because not yeah. people like the boom bap, but if you like boom bap hip hop, I don't know how you can't consider AZ in your top twenty at least, at right. least, at right. least. <laughs> Source is a beast. Shout out to AZ. I should try to interview him. What's it? Uh, <laughs> continue with or continue with MCs, underrated uh-huh. MCs, underrated MCs. Okay, so some publication I don't remember. Asked DMX, "What do you feel about certain MCs?" It wasn't a publication. It was um, it was Fat Man Scoop. They was on the um, they was on an interview. He was interviewing them on, I think it was on live. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. So he asked them how you feel about certain MCs. And you asked him how you feel about Tony um Tony Banks. I said Tony Banks. <laughs> Tony Banks. No, no, no. Um he Fat Man Scoop ranked him, ranked DMX like in his top 20, I think. And Scoop and X was like type got offended <laughs> at his ranking. He was like, like, nigga, why am I so low? So Fat Man Scoop started running down the names, of course, you know, like. You know the, the Rock Hems, Nas, all of that. You know the typical lyrical motherfuckers that that battle at the top, right? Um, and he mentioned Lloyd Banks, and that's what set X off. He was like, "Lloyd Banks, Lloyd Banks, are you serious?" The sad thing about this is, <laughs> I can see X has done a couple things musically in the last month or so that. Shows me X doesn't know who he is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? X still think it's 1998. <laughs> <laughs> like, X still think it's dark and hella hot. He think he's still that it. Like, he doesn't understand. We've, we've, it's been a time, X. Like, you're not that guy anymore. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> X is my guy. I love X. We had an old show for X. I yeah, we did. X. I love X. But, <laughs> but he don't understand. It's been some time. I don't think you realize that, that. It's people like that. You know, they're stuck in that time frame. Yeah, where, Romeo, Romeo died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, X is still screaming Rough Riders and, like, dog, it's just you. Why you It's just you. And you my man. Why you say that? 
you my man, X. I love X. Listen. That is just you. <laughs> X is my man. Drag is my man. Oh. Love these dudes. Like, but yeah. it's just you, man. Like it's no, it's. I'm pretty sure the niggas who ride the four wheelers and the bikes. Yeah, so, but it's a you know, different type that's, of ride. That's a club. That's a club. Yeah, it's a different type though. Like, <laughs> you know, different. I go to the bar and see people with a rough ride jacket on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's 2020. It's a different. Yeah, you know I mean, and I don't think X has X has shown me the last true thing you talked about him. He doesn't know who he is in 2020. Oh man! Like he called DMX. He called um. DMX called out Jay-Z in the white versus battle. Yeah. Jay don't you. <laughs> it's 2020. Jay don't care. Y'all not. But in his head, X is like, we're at the same level. Me and Jay started out together. We're the same. No. <laughs> Dogs. No. Why are you making it sound like that man got dementia? Or <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. But you, you know people that are stuck in yeah. that time. Yeah, damn. Like, and it makes sense because you remember he went to jail after that, so he's stuck mentally. He's stuck right there. But it's not then, dog. X gonna give it to you. He I know. Give right? it to X you. Gonna X gonna give it to you. X gonna get his Instagram and light me up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it that comment, and then his later his reply to that was saying he got he got. Yeah, yo, and Banks mixed up. It's something yeah. an old nigga would say. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't know who I was talking about. My fault. You said I fucks with Banks. <laughs> like, and then, yeah, yo, being yeah, yo. <laughs> I mean, that was, but, but, just, yeah, nobody just, listens to the exit where he's a crackhead. Yeah, just to throw another one in there. Shit, Banks is on the list of unrate, um, underrated rappers. Just to yeah. run back to that real quick. I know, right? Banks is, is on that list. But to me, and maybe this is just my bias because I'm a huge fan of this guy. Banks is just like an offspring of Fab. So I will go to Fab if I go to Banks. Well, I'll say this. And I'll probably get crucified in the comments for, from some people for this. Banks is more lyrical than Fab. Not to say Fab isn't lyrical. Right. Because a lot of people don't give Fab his credit as far as his lyrics go. You don't have to like Fab. Nigga, I've been fucking with Fab since he was fabulous sports. (laughs) (laughs) The one from the Minotti mix. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the big body six. (laughs) That's my guy. <laughs> but, like, Banks done lit some shit up, yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't get me wrong. I think Banks is nice. I'm not saying Banks is not nice. Let me, let me say Banks is nice. But to me, it's just, I see Fab in him. And I'm sure I, Fab I don't is, get that. You don't get that. that? Maybe it's the punchlines. Um... Maybe it's the New York. I don't know, but I see Fab in him. So to me, I can't properly rank Banks without ranking Fab. Like if I had to rank them, I'll put Fab and then Banks. In the underrated category or just in general? Um, in general. Now okay. Fab kind of isn't underrated. I think he's not respected enough. 
But you can't say he's underrated because I get that everybody knows who Fab is. I know. I don't think he's respected because I think Fab is it should be the king of New York. Honestly, I've said it. I've said it for like ten years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna stop. Fab should be the king of New York. If it wasn't for Jay, Fab would be the king of New York. Yeah, um, I mean, he had it. He had the opportunity, and we we've, we've had this conversation on previous episodes. Right. And my my stance is still the same. He had his opportunity when the Breathe track dropped, but the the album just won't what it should have been for that moment. And and they've had this discussion on Twitter. It was like Fab is doesn't have any classic albums. Get the fuck out of here. I, I disagree tremendously. Fuck out of here. I think I think Fab has has low I think at the very minimum he has low source weight. I think yeah. that is a classic album front to back. And Fab, Fab got Fab got a nice catalog. Yeah, he, Fab has he, a tremendous catalog. Yeah, you cannot take that from Fab at all. So yeah, we no Fab slander on my time. <laughs> back, to, <laughs> back to it. Like I get, I, I can un, really understand how X confused gay one banks. <laughs> I, I get it. Just he just out of touch. You, you screaming rough rider. It's just you. <laughs> <laughs> like you listen to Kiss. He don't scream rough riders no more. And who else is there? The the locks. They don't do it. Drag my man. Yeah. Drag still going. Drag to the match on. Drag just did a freestyle like last month. Drag still riding. He don't care. Shit, I bet you Drag about to drop something about what's going on right now. Listen, if not this week, he gonna drop that shit next week. I promise you that. Listen, Drag will hear this show and cuss me out in the rhyme. And Drag is my man. <laughs> about to say like shit. He did. He done been on my page and unlike some shit. I fuck with Drag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter, like that's my we we talking. That's my man. Yeah, drag is down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not slandering dragon anyway. He's <laughs> my guy. You just say X you just say X is stuck in, is stuck in a time warp. I'm That's just what saying, you say. It's not nineteen ninety eight no more. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. X like I don't think he has a realistic expectation of who he is. He still thinks he's Jay Z's peer. And Nice. Yeah. It's like you graduate with somebody in school and they go on to live their life and you you still a bum. Not saying you, you, well, not saying that. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you're in the same class, so what? <laughs> yeah, you jumping in the hole. Yeah, you remember that time in such and such classroom and da 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 da. Yeah. No, nah, I'm a fucker. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that was 25 years ago. What are you talking about? I don't remember that shit. Yes, you do. Because at the time, you was dating such and such, and she had on did it. Like, my nigga, why do you remember so much detail about that shit? Exactly. You know, how much, you, you know how much shit I've done since then? They still in that moment. It's a psychological thing. I want to say it's a second childhood, but it's ex is too old to be a second childhood. It's, it's a whole psychological thing about people that when they, they're stuck in the era, that when they get to the top, they're always stuck in that moment. Like that was yeah. the best part of life, so mentally they're always stuck in there. But I'm not trying to slander X. This is not X slander. I love DMX. Do not get in the comments and tell me I'm talking about X. I'm not. I'm just saying he doesn't have a realistic expectation of who he is. That's all. <laughs> That's probably come off as of slander. Oh, uh, <laughs> That's why I started chuckling. Like, mm. <laughs> it's not, though. It's really not. 
Oh. Backhanded ass compliment. <laughs> like I'm trying not to, but I'm trying to be clear. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Um, let's see. <laughs> we got uh, Dej Loaf, No Saint, Ace Hood, Mister Hood, Alec Benjamin, These Two Windows, Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist, Alfredo, and Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, Hard. That's what's up. Um, like we literally just talking about Joel and Cricket, so yeah. And I'm oh no, nah, I already listened to the first the first song on the joint, and they they even addressing um, Joel addressing shit was about Slaughterhouse. Because Joel's been the quiet one about that. If you think about whenever they talk about Slaughterhouse, because Joel of course has the platform that he yeah. can do it on his show, whatever. But um, like. Royce has talked about it. Crooks talked about it. Joel's been pretty quiet about the whole thing. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't say too much. It was basically like, it was light. It was just like um, along the lines of, who knows, maybe, maybe we'll reconcile at Coachella. Yeah. Until yeah. then, is is me and my dog, old Yella. I think that's gonna happen too. I think they set that up, but you know, that's just me. We'll but I, I don't think. I don't think Joe has a, a want to rap anymore. Like, I think he does. Like, and this is speaking from experience that it never goes away. Like, yeah. anybody who knows anything about my background or listens to the show, they know who Mess is. Mess still raps. He it it doesn't go anywhere. Like he'll. We'll be doing some laughing, joking, freestyle pop out. That's a switch you can just never turn off. Like it's I don't think it's so much that Joe doesn't have a desire to rap anymore. I think it's all the shit that came along with it is what he don't want. He'll he don't want to deal with that bullshit. So yeah. I think that's kind of where that stems from. I'm pretty sure that nigga got a like four notebooks full of shit right now. That's Ever since he retired, that he done wrote. Yeah, one, minimum four. When you have it, it never, never goes away. I mean, even, even me at times, I, I hear a beat. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like you know, it brings it out of you. Like you start. Yeah, hearing, exactly. Some shit is just like. Yeah. When you first hear it, it's just like, oh no, I got to get that. I got yeah. to do like balls. They just start coming to you. Right. It just, it's just natural once you have it in you. I mean, you may not be as sharp as you once were. But it's still, yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? It's like playing, it's like riding a bike, right? Yeah. Like you'll remember how to ride the joint. You might not necessarily be able to pull that wheelie off the first time. You got to practice that. Yeah. But you'll at least be able to get on that bitch and ride. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So Scan is not here. Um, she actually did send a song for the week, but eh. <laughs> We're gonna do this. I, I talked about it earlier. Let's go to that new AZ. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're gonna do it. It's all way way to just go hijack the vibe. This <laughs> <laughs> is my vibe. Let's <laughs> go hijack the vibe. Just hijack the vibe. She can have her vibe next week. Let's go to new AZ. Um, AZ found my niche. Um, he just dropped this, and here we go. Fresh off the steps in the summer heat, blessed to be amongst the best. It's a young me, off next, Adidas West. Please, Dunga V's, BBD, 
under tees. Shit, I hung with G's. Everybody rapping they peas. Speaking slang to the guards, start connecting degrees. Seeking change. Some puffing weed, no ease. Some sneaking cane. And that crack hit the map. It's a rap. The beeper came. Food started forming in clicks. They running blocks on a strip. When a live nigga flip, you wanna watch. It's bugs. Seen the doctor and scrubs. Come and cop the love of drugs. Finally found me a plug to run a spot. Switch gears, fucking with peers. They out of town. Packed up, blue for a year without a sound. Came back, reappeared, it's going down. And what I seen was a whole lot of kings that lost their crown. Smoked out, others was dead, some in the feds. It broke out, COVID, the plague spread. Zombies in the streets on the creek, they wanna hit. Homies over beef, it was deep, that summer shit. But Nivio spreading in sections, a lot of sexing. Imperial more wet, repping a lot of weapons. Jews on niggas next, they want wreck. Big body bins on deck, who wanna flex? Feeling like a killer inside, my soul died to the guard wise, open my eyes, rolled up. P7, this ain't right and exact. You falling victim to that devil's man, God. We supposed to build, not destroy. We true and living. Don't add on to the genocide, G-O-D. Get back on your square. That's what I did. Raise on niggas' cribs, they killing kids. The system wasn't letting them live, they gave bids. Life on back of they numbers, 20 summers. I'm just now seeing some niggas since I was younger. Flat top, I chopped mine in 89. Had props, I got knocked for baby time. Still straight, whole body laced with crazy shine. Then my ace got shot in the face, that made me rhyme. Money drying up in the streets, I took a seat. Stop riding dirty in jeeps and bold beats. Reality rap shit sick. I found the niche, 9-4 came with lights of bitch. <laughs> That was oh, you was just gonna take it back, huh? I know. Just pull it, pull it. You was gonna pondy replay. <laughs> pondy replay. Come down, Zalato. Um, <laughs> Az found that niche. Um, yeah, that's that's Wade's vibe of the week. That's how we feeling. Um, I do want to say this when we get out of here. Um, the music industry um, has decided to to in form of protest take June 2nd off. June 2nd, which for a lot of y'all will probably be the first time you're seeing this podcast. Um, in, in joining with that, we won't post, I won't post any music on the web, on Uncut Magazine or anything. So uh, you spend time with your family, build your communities, do things responsibly. And this is, um, something that's going through the entire industry is nothing way just made up. Uh, uh, it's a hashtag called The Show Must Be Paused. Check it out on our social media. But uh, it's something that everyone in the world, mostly everyone in the music industry, is doing for their part to show our solidarity with what's going on. Um, before we get out of here, anything else here? Nope. I started to show it like this a couple of times, and I, and I think in these times I need to start doing more. I thank you for being with us. Um, I thank the creator for getting us to you and you to us. Time. Love your family. Be safe. Uh, don't forget there's still a virus out there, so make sure you wash your hands. In the words of my father, wash your ass. Wash your ass. <laughs> And just be good, man. Be good to each other. Um, hopefully, 
Lord willing, we'll be here next week. So, as always, as always, you may agree with what we say. Uh huh. You may not agree with. Okay. Something you can't agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we catch you on the internet. Shit.